You're listening to the Benefits at Work podcast, where we explore unique employee benefit offerings and programs to help improve your company and workplace culture. We cover wellness, technology, trending hot topics, and more. Now here's your host, Director of Client Engagement at Lipscomb & Pitts Insurance, Betsy Kamler. Hello, and welcome to our Benefits at Work podcast. I'm Betsy Kamler, Director of Client Engagement here at Lipscomb & Pitts. And today I have Amy Glenn. She is a financial wellness strategist with Global Retirement Partners. Um, L&P has recently uh, partnered with them for a great wellness program that called Financial Finesse. And I know Amy's going to explain more about that later, but um, Amy, I guess if we can kind of get started, um, what is Financial Finesse and kind of tell us a little bit about your role. Thanks, Betsy. And thank you for having me on today's call. Financial wellness, is one of the fastest growing benefits in the country. Um, It's really kind of a phrase that's taking over the financial services industry, so to speak. It essentially is really a a holistic picture of someone's financial well-being, taking into consideration, you know, all aspects of their financial well-being, whether it be uh, managing debt, buying a home, um, you know, getting divorced, having, um, you know, parents move in. And it's, it's really something that you know people struggle with and are very much in need of support. So it's it's by definition it's a state of financial well-being where a client has minimal financial stress with a strong financial foundation consisting of little or no debt and an ongoing plan that basically puts he or she on track to reach their their future and current financial goals. Okay. Yep. And just like you said, it has become extremely popular, um, given the fact that I handle a lot of, um, you know, engagement resources for our clients, financial wellness, probably even the past couple of years has become more and more popular. And why do you think that? Why do you think it's become one of the fastest growing, you know, benefits to offer employees? Well, there's been a lot leading up to that. So, you know, my grandfather worked for the same railroad company for 50 years with a pension that was managed for him and, um, (laughs) you know, um, and then a check was just basically handed to him. And when he passed away, my grandmother got those checks till she died at 103, which is why companies don't have those pension plans anymore because they can't afford them. So, um, shifting the financial management responsibility to, you know, individuals has been a, a, a big issue. Um, it's managing money is, is, is not easy and it can be very intimidating. And um, so people need a lot of support around that and they don't teach it in the school systems yet, which they should. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, all that being said, you know, and these statistics were pre COVID, but <clears throat> you know, the majority of Americans are, are, are in trouble. You know, 64% of employees can't cover an $800 emergency without borrowing. Um, 70% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. 84% of employees report having some degree of financial stress. And, um, you know, people are asking for it now. So with the up and coming Gen Z and millennial um, employees coming into play and, you know, quickly going to take over the majority of our workforce, um, they're really demanding it as well. They, They need help managing student debt planning for future goals. And um, again, it's just really becoming a, a force in the benefit space that um, is really helping people out a lot and very much in need. Right, exactly. And, you know, those are definitely some crazy statistics that I know a lot of us have heard or can probably even relate to. And just on a personal note, I have a 15-year-old and we just got her and a debit card, not 
I guess about a couple of weeks ago to where um, she's able to put, we're able to put some money in there for, her, but when the money's gone, the money's gone. And she's got to learn to, you know, she set up her account online and she knows how much she has in there and she's already learning how to budget. So it's just, and she's 15. And yeah. that's a great thing that you just got to start off young because it is just, it can get extremely out of hand very, very quickly. And, you know, I remember being in college eons ago that of course there's all kinds of credit card companies trying to to sure. reel you in to, to get a credit card. And of course, that's just bad news at that age too. <laughs> so, but, um, you know, having said all this again, because it's just unfortunately with what's going on in this day and age, and again, with all the financial stresses and things that, you know, our parents, our grandparents really didn't have to, to face. How do you feel, how do you feel like this impacts financially stressed in the company? Like, how does that impact the culture? Uh, it, it's there's so much empirical evidence that has just you know surfaced over the last you know five ten years but um you know in, in some of the more renowned hr uh surveys over 70 percent of hr professionals say unequivocally financial stress is impacting employee performance right um and certainly this you know financial wellness is part and parcel to um to healthcare benefits right so um you know, health wellness, you know, came into play 20 years ago, stop smoking, stop eating cheeseburgers, um, you know, biometric testing, et cetera. But, but financial stress is the number one cause of stress related illnesses, anxiety, depression, high blood pressure, uh, you know, heart disease, insomnia, overeating, addiction. And that just results in obviously, you know, a an unhappy person who is not going to be, you know, at their highest productivity feeling terrible. It results in absenteeism, presenteeism. Um, I think there's some increasing numbers that show on average, you know, an employee spends four to six hours a week dealing with managing debt and paying bills during work hours. Um, That's almost a a full day. Um, And then also, you know, people are asking for it. So it, 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 it can it can have a, such a positive effect on companies, you know, with uh, decreased healthcare costs, um, increased productivity, retention, uh, recruitment. Um, the really the the results go go on and on. Right, exactly. Because like you said before, this generation's coming into the workforce. That is something they're looking for um, as part of benefit with their company, along with other many other things that again used to not really be that important like they are now. Um, yeah. Given the the pandemic, of course, that we're dealing with right now, um, how would you say, you know, COVID's changed the financial landscape? Uh, it's, um, as you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a terrible time. Um, I think um, the, a, a, a statistic came out in March or April of this year that, you know, when I, the first time I heard it and I um, really, my, my, my heart, hurt um but basically eap counseling so basically employee assistance programs um for suicide and in the moment counseling is up 900 percent since covid yeah um and the the numbers that i rattled off you know earlier were pre-covid so um people are in tight spots and the stress is is enormous, you know, financially, emotionally, physically, you know, even, you know, God forbid you, you, you have COVID. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's, we've been, as you know, just very, very busy. Um, 
you know, helping employers implement these, these um, kind of COVID financial wellness um, management programs. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, having said all that, um, what do you feel like some of the biggest financial concerns of employees right now? I mean, what are employers need to be thinking about that a lot of their employees are probably facing right now? You know, first and foremost, it's just, it's getting by and, and mental health. Um, mm-hmm. Just, you know, making sure that, you know, employees are aware of any possible programs, whether, you know, be within the company or something regional or you know, gov- government programs, um, just any kind of resources that can, you know, b- bring to their employees to, you know, easily access and understand. Um, people are really struggling to get by. You know, my, my brother and sister-in-law, they have three boys under 12, you know, and they both work. And it's like, how how is all this going to happen? You know, so there's right. just, a lot of people are just going through the motion, um, going through the motion. Um, but financially, <clears throat> just really trying to work with people to avoid cashing out of their retirement plans and pensions, uh, cashing out of IRAs, finding other, convert your vacation time to check or mm-hmm. um student loan management, and again, just resources, how and where to get help for you and your family members during this time. Right. We mentioned um, the financial program that you guys, and we've partnered with you called Financial Finesse. So tell us a little bit about that and how an employer can offer this to their employees. Sure. So um, at Global Retirement Partners, um, we we partnered with Financial Finesse about eight years ago. Um, you know, we did diligence in the marketplace for who we thought was best financial wellness provider in the, in the galaxy. Um, but you know, it's pretty unequivocally, you know, financial finesse, they're based in Los Angeles. They were founded in 1999 and this is all they do. And they are really considered to be the pioneer of the financial wellness movement. Historically, their clients have been, you know, the fortune 500 at Nestle, Facebook, Viacom, McKinsey and company. We were fortunate enough to, exclusively partner with them to bring their products and services down market to work with um, through benefit consultants like yourself and um, Mm -hmm. two smaller plans. So it's been wonderful to bring these tools and resources to smaller companies that generally don't have access to, um, you know, really robust financial wellness uh, resources. So um, Liz Davidson is the founder. Um, and uh, Greg Ward, who is, they have an incredible think tank. They're very much committed to research and development and doing studies on, you know, generational studies in the workplace, gender gaps, um, ROI. And they're the director of their think tank this year was um, also appointed executive vice chair of the Employee Benefit Research Institute's financial wellness um, research. So again, just a name that really um, carries a lot of, of weight and force in the financial wellness movement that we're very proud to be aligned with. Great. That is fantastic. And we've, um, we've been very pleased with the program as well. And, um, you know, like she said, I mean, it is, it, it's the, one of the, the pioneers in the financial wellness movement. Luckily, we are able to offer that to our clients, anybody that's interested, um, free until the end of the year, till December 31st. And then we can obviously convert that over to a program that you can offer your employees starting January 1 of 2021. Because unfortunately, I think this is still going to be a needed resource for a while now. And um, so it's definitely going to be something that you want to continually um, have in front of your employees. So 
Um, I really appreciate, you know, your time, Amy, today. And this concludes our podcast. And again, thank you. Um, Thanks for our listeners. And I hope you guys found this information helpful. If you have any questions about financial wellness and how you can offer this to your employees, um, please don't don't hesitate to contact me, Betsy Kamler. Um, You can reach me on my email. It's BetsyK at LPinsurance.com. So thank you again for your time today, Amy. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Benefits at Work podcast. To learn more about wellness, technology, and compliance, head to LPinsurance.com or follow us online at LPinsurance.